The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. As much as I would very much like to let this whole song play out because it's magnificent, we, we have a lot to do here on the show. We got to get the bets to steal, we got our NBA bets still to come. Of course, side total and props for Thursday Night Football with the Bears and the Panthers. But before we get to the bets for tonight, we have to wrap up our conversation on uh, P-squared, B-squared NFL awards. And again, there's one market that we have not yet hit on today's program, and that is Comeback Player of the Year, where Damar Hamlin at BetMGM down just now to minus 115 after he was inactive yet again. Um, I'm not saying that callously, just a statement of fact. He was inactive again in Buffalo's loss this past Sunday night to the Cincinnati Bengals. Tua Tungavailoa, the second choice in the market, plus 175. Just to show how insane this market is, Josh Dobbs is the third choice at 9-1 to one at BetMGM. Lamar Jackson and Brees Hall both at 10-1. to one. TJ Watt is 22. Aaron Rodgers is 28. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Chase Young, and Baker Mayfield all at 30. And like I shudder to think what that Baker Mayfield price would be if CJ Stroud didn't have the comeback drive at the end of the game on Sunday. Cooper Cup is 50 Kyler Murray returns to the lineup this weekend for the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray can 100 to 1 to win comeback player of the year. What about this market? You got a Russell Wilson price on there, too, while we're getting really crazy. He's like uh, uh, he's like 50 or 100 in a bunch of places. He was 100 a couple weeks ago, and then I bet him, and now he's like 50. Um, this is, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm right at all. I have no compass for how this is going. And I was hoping to gain some more clarity this week on how this was going. I'm in my, uh, for people who are watching live, I'm in my like Dirk Nowitzki post NBA finals press conference thing where I just like the shoe, the shoes are off. We're, we're sitting back, just like need to get real relaxed to, to have like a, like, where are we at conversation here? Um, I have no idea where we're at. And I was hoping that the midseason award stuff would bring us clarity. And I feel like it brought us none. Uh, a lot of the midseason awards posts, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, um, I would, I actually, I would say almost all of them picked Hamlin. Like the ones in which one player was selected were all Hamlin, and a lot of those were. I mean, you read the paragraphs; they're like throwaway paragraphs. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever he wins. 
and maybe not even a lot of thought put in. And maybe that's how it's going to go, to be fair. Uh, and I would be way wrong if that happened. Have to consider that a possibility. Uh, there were two other posts that came out later in the in the week. These were both on Tuesday. One was the most comprehensive one, which was the NFL.com poll of like their 40 writers. And Hamlin won uh, in a bit of a landslide, actually. But three other players received votes, at least. Like Tua got three or four votes. Brees Hall got a vote. Like it was at least like, I guess it wasn't unanimous. Okay, like maybe, all right, maybe there's something there. And then Mike Florio for Pro Football Talk wrote a piece with his award predictions. And I, this is me being biased. I feel like he said what everyone's thinking, which is he has Hamlin winning. And he writes, if Ham, I'll paraphrase, uh, I have Hamlin winning this award. If he doesn't play the rest of the season, I will be forced to give the award to someone else. Like that's what he writes. And he doesn't have to be correct that other people think that way. My theory is that everyone's thinking that way. Like, yeah, we can say this right now, but when it's one special teams game and it's we're in week 18, we doing this? Really? This is what we're doing? Um, I don't know. I don't know where we're at. And part of the problem is, you might, and you might be thinking, well, it couldn't it just be that you're wrong. Everybody at midseason says Hamlin. It's Hamlin. Uh, I guess I just, the reason I'm reluctant is Bill's Bengals was Sunday night. Like you're getting like what, whatever unbiased opinion you think you're getting right now, you're not getting it because no one was going to watch that game and then not have Hamlin be on their midseason. It's just not possible. Like it was just not going to happen. So like, yes, they could all do that at the end of the year. I, my thing is, I feel like we just don't know. And so I have no compass here for like what's going on. Every other reward market, I feel like I have a very firm understanding of where we're at. And this one, as usual, because it's the weirdest, I feel like I got no clue. And that's going to make it really difficult to proceed, like betting high volume, at least for the next few weeks. Uh, Hamlin got bet a lot on the release of all the midseason stuff because he was a very likely winner on those. He went to like minus 175, back to that in a few places. He was plus uh, last week. So that's the movement. And that's what happened there. Uh, in terms, there's feels like there's three ways this plays out. And I'll, we can try to assign a probability to all of them, although that's going to be very difficult. Uh, path one of three is Hamlin wins, midseason holds. Even though Hamlin doesn't play, the greater than football narrative takes hold to the degree that he wins anyway. To be fair, that would be the first time in any major award in any North American sport that we gave out an award basically like honorary, like you didn't even have to really play to win an award. It's basically never happened in any sport. Uh, even like posthumously, I don't think it's really happened, to be honest. So, okay, cool. Maybe it's the first time ever. Possible. Big story. Got it. That's path one. Path two is he doesn't play and everyone just goes and there isn't a really good candidate which is kind of where we're at right now to be honest uh and Tua wins which it seems like would happen if there were no good candidates like hamlin doesn't play no one else emerges with remotely like a, a narrative Tua wins i think that's possible and then hamlin doesn't play a candidate does emerge who would that be that's path three so like i actually think and this is not like a, you should go bet this. I actually think path two is the most likely one right now. Hamlin doesn't play. No one materializes Tua wins, especially because Tua, I feel like is falling out of the MVP conversation. And he has to be out of that to be into this, by the way. Like he has this resurgence. He leads the league in passing. He's not going to win this, but he lost. And everybody likes Lamar Jackson and everybody likes Joe Burrow and everybody likes Josh Allen. And doesn't feel like people like Tua. That means he can qualify for this. As like a second rate award. Um, so I do think that's the most likely, maybe not by a lot. Uh, if we want to have the talk about other nominees and other candidates who can win, they're all fringe cases right now. No one makes any sense. 
that doesn't mean we have half a seat. We have half a season for something to make sense. And remember, recency bias is as strong as ever in these awards. If something happens at the end of the year, that's what it is. Like, that's who wins. And I don't, maybe nothing happens. Um, so your candidates then for path three would be Rogers, have to consider it possible. Like, even if it seems like the craziest, never going to happen thing, that just means if it does happen, then it's like a really strong, you know, compelling case. To be fair, we've never had somebody win this award that did that either. Um, you know, like it came back like two games or three games in one. So that's a fringe case. That's unlikely, but it's possible. Uh, if the Broncos go on a big run in the second half, I do think Russell Wilson is really live for this award, but they have to go on a big run in the second half. And that's really unlikely. I think Chase Young can win the same way McCaffrey became eligible when he got traded to the Niners. But like, let's be honest here. Like, it's a fringe case. No one's talking about it. Everyone's talking about something else. If he just keeps doing what he's doing, I think he's got no chance. Like, it's got to be splashy. It's got to be big. And that's not likely. And then like, yeah, if Baker Mayfield won every game the rest of the second half of the season, uh, then I still think Florio had him third. He gets mentioned like a little bit in a couple of the pieces. I think that's possible. People bring up Brees Hall. It just doesn't seem very likely. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I think it's like, cool, he can come in third and be a finalist a lot and not win. He doesn't strike me as like the way the Jets offense runs of having these like 200 yard games all the time against anybody. So that's a really long explanation. Uh, I would not bet this award this week. I would, I'm sort of like resigned to the fate that the guys that I bet on to try to beat two and beat Hamlin just didn't pop. They just didn't pop. And they were good candidates. And rather than add 25 more candidates... I'd like to wait a few weeks and see if, like, can we get one player that maybe we can identify that has a chance? And can we know for sure that Hamlin's going to keep being inactive, at least here for the next few weeks? And can Tua get back in the MVP conversation, which takes him out of this conversation? These are all mysteries. These are all things we don't know. Uh, does, does not seem like a good market to bet into. I do think it's, like, incredibly fascinating, though. So I just wanted to go through all that stuff. Yeah, but like, and like, I'm fascinated to see like what Kyler does this week and what like Arizona's plans are because like this market's gonna sure. get really crazy and like Kyler plays well in Arizona. I, they I feel like win. they don't want to win. That's the problem. Yeah, like, I don't like think, they gotta win I don't games. Think they want to win. Yeah. No, like, maybe I agree. be like, hey Kyler, uh, Call of Duty yeah. just came out. Why don't you take a couple weeks off? Right. <laughs> How's your foot? Well, uh, uh, it's we'll fine. Like while he's doing that game and just like kicks him in the foot. How's your foot? <laughs> I always think about when like. People say things like that. The scene in Dumb and Dumber was like, yeah, that's good. how's your burger? Why don't you eat up and we'll tell you. Yeah, like the chuckle going that's like, how's, how's your burger? That, I think that's, I think that might be like my favorite comedy ever. I don't want to say it's like the funniest movie ever. Everyone have different opinions on, on things. I think that's the funniest scene in what is a very funny movie. Like the scene with what's his name? Mental is his name. Yeah. Who, like, yeah, who, right. who, who dies because they give him the rat poison. <laughs> Just like... Who, uh, like, not a betting question. Who do you think is going to win this award? Like, you got to write one name down on a piece of paper right now. At the end of the Ro year, this is the guy who wins. Who do you think wins? Rogers. I think two is going to win. Because I if think Rogers comes happen. back, I think he wins. Yeah. I think if Rogers comes back, he wins. When do you think he's coming back? So. Again, like, not this is not predictive, and it doesn't mean that it's definite. Just that, like, people here locally think he's coming back in the final couple games of the season. Okay. Like, end of December, yeah. beginning and of you January. Think, uh, so let's play it out. Tua, Tua looks like how he looks right now. He'll come in fourth in the MVP voting. Um, Hamlin doesn't play again. Rodgers comes back week 17, plays both games. 
you would love Rodgers in that situation. Yeah, because like Tua played last year, and this is my opinion. Like other people don't have to think right. the way I think. Tua played last year. Like he was like in like among not like the top favorites for MVP coming into the year, but like we talked to like a guy we talked about maybe being an MVP candidate before the year is going to win Comeback Player of the Year. Like get the hell out of here. Rodgers is thirty nine. Tore his ACL in Week One and would come back at the end of the same season, and he wouldn't win. I have a hard time believing. I think Rodgers is going to win if he comes back. And, like, I don't know that he's going to. Just that, like, there's a lot of smoke right now that he is going to. Who do you think would win if he didn't come back? I guess Tua, based on, like, the analysis that you gave. If, if Hamlin never plays again. Yeah, like, it's it's part of it's, like, I can think what I think. But then, like, if people are just into this, then I, I guess, you know? Like, I, I, I guess. Never like, got, there's not really a I never got this. the Tua yeah. thing. So, like, I'm probably not the right person to ask because I never get well, to I, do a thing to be I, like, I guess I, like, get it. But my thing is, like, we're we're good. we're not there yet. But, like, thir- third quarter of the season, especially final quarter of the season, I'm just, like, listening to what people like, say. Like, we don't like, have it's, to I'm, it's, it. I'm I understand. Done. Like, yeah. Like, I'm done at that point thinking. It's just, like, what is everybody saying? Who cares what I think? But, like, the first half of the season, I can't listen. To, because, and for people who are curious, like, well, why can't you do that the first half of the year? Everybody was saying Hamlin. Because media in the first half of the season, in any sport, before the year starts, first month, second month, they're wrong about everything, and it's all they're trying to make predictions. They're trying to bet. Have you have you met a lot of media members who are good bettors, reporters? They all suck at it. Like, they're terrible at making predictions. We make predictions on this show before season start. We get them all wrong. The media said Austin Reeves was the NBA's most improved player this year. They're like minus 700 when he's on the court. They lost by 30 to the Rockets last night. Just to give you an idea of like, well, listen to the media before too. No, like there's a point where it's just what name are the, I don't, like if you're a reporter, like God bless you, I'm sure you're a nice person. I don't care at all who you think is going to win at all. I care, tell me the name you're writing down and tell me why. Like that's it. Next, then next one. Next, next, next. Like don't care about the analysis. Like don't care about like, well, like, you know, like there's three months to go. I kind of feel like, great, done. Don't care. Don't care at all. So just like, that's why it's like, we're not there yet. Where it's like, what are they actually going to do? And so I, I kind of have to be listening. We're starting to get there. But like four or five weeks from now, like if they're saying Tua on, you know, Christmas weekend, this is the story, like was going to retire. Doctors talked him out of it. Who cares? He started 14 games last year or whatever. Like if that's what they're saying, then shut up me, you know, go jam Tua everywhere for however much money you can bet. Cause like, that's what it's going to be. We're not there yet. We're like at the pivot point, but man, in like four weeks, if that's still the noise, and Hamlin's not playing, then, like, I'm going to have to change my mind. Like, I just am, and that sucks. Yeah, I just, yeah. If Rodgers doesn't come back, it obviously becomes, like, a little bit more it of a difficult. It gets really crazy question. if he doesn't come back, because which, to be fair, like, I, I don't know if he's going to come back. Like, I, and, and yeah, like, they could just vote for Hamlin. I, I really think that when we get far enough away from this, two and a half months from now, and he just How many didn't months? play. Two and a half. And he just, it's, you know, January 20th and the ballots are due or whatever. Like, again, it's November 9th. Like, nobody's writing anything down for two months. Two and a half especially months. If they, especially if they don't make the playoffs. By, Buffalo doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, like, this also, I mean, honestly, though, here's like, you want to get some really fringe stuff? They're out of it week 18. They activate and him. And they activate plays. him. Yep. Yep. Like, I've thought about that, too. I, I kind of want him to win. Not this weekend, but like I want to, I like they need to be relevant. Can't be doing any like participation trophy stuff in week seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. Here's here's my thought: Hamlin comes back in week eighteen and he's active, and like the Bills are like 
let's let's say they're eight and eight, and like they if they win to go to nine and eight, they can't make the playoffs, and he's active in week eighteen, and he plays in the game. If Aaron Rodgers comes back for important games, I think Aaron Rodgers wins. I mean, that's a really fascinating hypothetical. But, though. Look, that's like actually, everything pops. Yeah, like I'll both those guys. I'll use the same back. verbiage that people used before the season, which was like, if Hamlin plays one snap, he wins. I'll say if Aaron Rodgers plays one snap, he wins. Uh, after the injury, because he, he when he played like three snaps before, and then something Fair else. Fair enough. Snapped. Yes. Well, I think yeah, maybe yeah. three or four. But who's counting? Right. Exactly. It's it's very interesting. But I don't. I was aggressively betting this early in the year on a theory. The funny thing is, like, I think the theory's correct, but I just think like Tua was always low priced, and I don't get it. And I there's just not another guy right now that I'm willing to to like go in on yet. And maybe we just maybe next week things will be different. But and this like and this sort of thing like if you're not like a huge award market player, but you play fantasy, like this sort of stuff happens all the time where you have guys and yeah. it's like you you made good investments and like the scenario doesn't occur for your guy to imagine play. if Mayfield wins. Imagine if he just beats Stroud. Yeah, I wish he had, honestly. All right, on the yeah, other yeah. side, we'll give you a, a literal ton of bets coming up for tonight. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 